now I'm going, what is the matter with people? They sell you this stuff and don't expect you to get into it and use it. Well, now, Dave says, why don't you just get a pair of scissors? Well, because that would take patience for me to walk across the room and find the scissors and come back and do that. I don't like that. Then you go to the mouthwash. Oh, my gosh, not again. I just... <clears throat> and see, I have these... Ooh, that one's coming. Yeah. Oh, but it's still not working. Ugh. So this year, packaging is my goal. I'm going to get to the point where I'm free from being upset by packaging. Now, you know, the way that you get free from something is you go through it over and over and over and over until it just don't bother you anymore. You finally die to it. See, I can get in line now where somebody's slow and it's just like, not this time, devil, been there, done that. I'm keeping my peace. Uh-huh. But the packaging thing I still have to master. I also have another little issue that I'll let you in on. I have one piece of hair right here. Now, I'll show you what it does. You see that? Okay. I don't care what we do to that, it's going to stick out, so I'm always going to. Hey, yes, I got mad at it, and I thought, I'm cutting that dude off. So, I got my scissors up, and now I've got it really way too short, so it just made it a whole lot worse. I mean, if you have things in your life like this, just some little thing that you just can't hardly stand. And then there's this whole area of, and this is also a goal of mine. These last two are like my things. You can't fully enter into what you're doing because you're mentally already onto the next thing. I see some of you are here this morning, but you're not here. Because you're already thinking about what you need to do when you get home. And so we're never anywhere unless we've got our mind where we're at. Just because our body's there, that doesn't mean that we're there. And I don't know, I guess it's just part of the choleric, aggressive personality, but I have trouble staying where I'm at. I always am kind of like moving on to the next thing because I'm purposeful, I'm aggressive, I've got a plan, we're doing this, let's get to that. So I have this thing where when I'm riding in a car, when we get close to our home, and it's in view, I take the seatbelt off and start preparing to get out of the vehicle. Not too long ago, my daughter said to me, Mother, would you let me park the car before you get out of it? When we park at a parking lot, I am out of the car, got all my stuff, and in the store, and Dave is still gathering his stuff up out of the car. I'm like, how could anybody take that long to get out of the car? What are you doing? How many of you are real fast, quick people? Okay. How many of you are, like, more easy going, slow, and you get tired of all of us that are fast? And, and I can pretty much guarantee you that a fast one's married to a slow one. And a slow one's married to a fast one. Come on now. I mean, it's like, okay, God, are we having fun yet or what? I don't, this is, this, after 47 years, this isn't funny anymore. I tell you, that whole scripture in Genesis, and a man shall leave his father and mother, and he shall cleave even to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Doesn't that sound beautiful? But I tell you, it's the becoming that's the problem. 
It's an ongoing, never-ending problem. All right, now, let's get down to business. We've had some time. First of all, if you don't have any patience with God, and if I don't have any patience with God, I'm going to get into what the Bible calls works of the flesh. And works of the flesh are my bright ideas on how to get what I want in my timing <laughs> instead of waiting on God. And I tell you, we all make some of the most ridiculous messes in our lives getting ahead of God. We see it in Genesis. I'm not going to take time to tell the whole story, but surely you'll realize that when God promised Abraham and Sarah that they would have a child and Child wasn't coming, child wasn't coming, child wasn't coming. They're getting tired of waiting. Sarah gets a bright idea. Ladies, have you ever had a bright idea? Okay. Well, I was very good at bright ideas. And they, and they come something like this. You're going along, you're like, I know what God wants me to do. Your husband's not safe, so you think, or maybe, maybe you're married somebody's got a bad attitude. You've already decided you're going to buy those five books on attitude. And you're going to open those dudes up and lay them everywhere you can in the house because now you have a plan on how you can get his attitude fixed. I mean, you know, nothing works unless it originates with God. Listen, he is the author and the finisher, and he told me a long time ago, I am not obligated to finish anything I didn't start. If you start it, it's your baby. So we really need to learn how to works, work the works of God and not get into works of the flesh. You say, well, how can I tell the difference? Well, works of the flesh are works that don't work. It's us trying to make something happen that is just not happening, and we just don't understand why it's not happening, and we sound like this. God, I've just done everything I know to do. And I just don't understand why this isn't working. And then sometimes we get very dramatic, which doesn't impress God at all. And we will even fall in the floor. I just, I give up. I just, I just give up. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Come on, sound like anybody you want. Well, the truth is, is God is not really asking us to do anything except believe and then when we do get an instruction from him to obviously then do what we believe that God is telling us to do. We have to learn how to stay out of works of the flesh. I absolutely just about killed myself with works of the flesh. Trying to make my ministry grow. Trying to change my husband. Trying to change my kids. Trying to change myself. Trying not to try. I mean, it was just like... <laughs> Truly, if anybody could have died from frustration, it would have been me. And I finally realized that frustration equals works of the flesh. Anytime that you feel frustrated, now listen, anytime you feel frustrated or I feel frustrated, it's because I'm trying to make something happen that only God can make happen. Did you hear me? Come on, that's worth putting up on a sign. I had one in my house for a long time. Works of the flesh equal frustration. I had to put that thing on my mirror. I had to put it on my refrigerator, because I was just a very aggressive, active, get a plan, get an idea, go for it type person. 
Well, I've finally gotten over that. But some of you here probably have not. You're probably still in that area, and you're frustrating yourself trying to get rid of things that only God can get rid of. Trying to change people, which is something only God can do. Can I tell you something? You can't make one of your relatives love God. I don't care how much you want the right thing for them. If they don't want it for themselves, you are just spinning your wheels and you are going to ruin your life and miss your joy. And the far better thing to do is pray for them and let God work. And, and let me just tell you, when you pray for somebody, don't expect them to act better. They're probably going to act worse before they act better. You say, why? Because when you pray for people, God begins to deal with them. And when God deals with us, if we're not ready to give in, it makes us act worse instead of better. You ever prayed for anybody and you're like, well, that didn't work. They're worse than ever. I used to pray for David not to love sports so much because I didn't like him, and so I didn't want him to like him if I didn't like him. And, uh, and you know, you've heard me say it probably. He loves anything that rolls or bounces. I don't care what it is. And uh, when I grew up, my dad never let me do anything. I was just basically manipulated and controlled and could never even remember being happy when I was in my 20s. And Dave played all these sports growing up, and he just loves it all. I mean, anything, he loves it. And, I mean, I started praying for him not to not to do so much of this, not to do so much of that, trying to get him to change. And honestly, and this is true, I walked in the room one night where he was sitting, and he was watching a football game, listening to a baseball game, and, sh- and cleaning, shining his golf clubs. And I thought, you know what, this isn't working. Could somebody get a realization today that what you're doing isn't working? It's not working. So why not take a vacation (laughs) from works of the flesh and let God be God in your life? Amen? Well, God really wants to help each one of us develop a patient attitude. He wants us to wait patiently on his time and to trust him in all things. And really, that's the only way that we can enjoy every single moment of our lives. And most of us probably patience is a little bit hard for us. And it does take development. We need to learn how to apply it in situations. So today we have an offer that I think is going to help you. It's a four-CD series, four hours of teaching, on overcoming wrong mindsets. And this is really going to help us in the area of patience because to be honest, even just to change the mindset from I need to have everything right now to I want everything in the right time is going to help us be patient. And then also a little book called Victory in Your Mind, Mouth, Moods, and Attitudes. Let us help you with the Word of God. You make a financial investment in the Word of God, an investment you never, ever regret. Get these resources right away and let them begin helping you in your everyday life. God bless you, and have a great rest of the day. Have you been dealing with the same problems again and again without making much progress? Discover how to get your breakthrough into the promises of God with Joyce's four-part CD series, Overcoming Wrong Mindsets. It's available today for your donation of $5 or more. And as a free gift, you'll also receive victory in your mind, mouth, moods, and attitudes. You know, it's nice to hear some feel-good stuff sometimes, but she needs some meat and potatoes, and she delivers the meat and potatoes with the word. Time to make it through the desert and into the promises of God. 
Get a copy for yourself or your small group study. Call us toll free, 1-727-9673, or visit us at JoyceMeyer.org. Don't miss your chance to see Joyce live. Inspiring worship, life-changing teaching. The Joyce Meyer Conference is coming to Hampton, Virginia, March 26th through 28th, with worship by Matt Redman and Columbia, South Carolina, April 9th through 11th. Again, with worship by Matt Redman and Christy Knuckles. All sessions are free. For more information and conference schedule, visit us at JoyceMeyer.org or call the toll-free 1-866-C-JOYCE. Knowing where my money goes, that is so huge to me. And I know that when I give, it's helping those people. It's going to witness to people. It's going to bring them to Christ. It's going to feed children. It's going to help these women, get them off the street. It's going, that is just everything to me. I mean, knowing where your money goes, knowing where your money goes, it's going to help people. don't have to worry about it. It's there. I want to be part of it. I mean, I know she has a goal to feed a million kids a day. I want to be part of that. I want to know that I helped, even if it's a small way, to feed those million kids at day, to rescue those women off the street, knowing I'd love to see the million women off the street, not just to feed the million kids. I want to do <laughs> I want to be part of that. You know, I can't do it. There's no way I can do it by myself. We need people, and it's great. I mean, Jesus Code. 
with 52 scripture questions found throughout the Bible every believer should answer. The Jesus Code is a must-read. To receive your copy, send your gift to P.O. Box A, Santa Ana, California, 92711, or give online. Up next, stay tuned for All Things Are Possible with John Michael Dunn on the Church Channel. Michael Talbot, do you ever say stuff that you don't want to say, and do you ever wish you'd have said the right thing? We're going to be looking at the fire of the tongue. All things are possible with God. See you back here. everybody. This is John Michael Talbot. The tongue is a fire. The tongue is a fire. Isn't it interesting that when the power of the Spirit comes, it comes as tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. And yet at the same time, the tongue is spoken of negatively. So there's a positive tongue and a negative tongue. The positive overcomes the negative. We're going to be looking at some of this. James 3 verses Alone. Including global. Have provision today. For a specific gift, we'll send you a special collection that includes Joseph's latest book, Rain in Life, 90 Powerful Inspirations for Extraordinary Breakthroughs. Whatever challenge you're going through, let the truth shared in this book lead you to your breakthroughs. Request this and other exciting resources today. Discover God's transforming grace and start to reign in life. To order these resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. We have a house, we have a body made in heaven. For in this we groan. Guess what? Stepnazo. Stepnazo. We groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. We are groaning, and not only groaning, earnestly desiring. You see, because of lack of teaching on the rapture, people do not know the importance of earnestly desiring, nor do, do they even desire, let alone earnestly. Why? I'll tell you something. One reason why there's so much sickness in the body of Christ one reason is because the rapture is not being taught. There is something about, about knowing that you receive a brand new body that causes your, even this body to be filled with life. I wish I had time to show you all these things, but actually, uh, okay, I must show you this, this passage of scripture, okay, to bless you, so you understand. 
All right, Romans 8, real quick. We'll come back to this real fast. Okay, Romans 8, talking about groaning. The earnest, now I, I, I love to read this from the King James. The earnest expectation. Every time you see the word creature, it's creation. For the earnest expectation of the creation, waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. I'm telling you, the cows moo, the monkeys, uh, the, the whales sing, you know, and all the different noises the animals make, they are groaning. They are groaning for the manifestation of all of you. Manifestation means that which is invisible becomes visible. That which is hidden becomes open. They are waiting for that. For the creation was made subject to vanity or futility, not willingly, but by reason of God who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creation itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption. So all the animal world, all the vegetable world, all the world of, no matter how organic the food is, it's fallen. Make sure you pray before you eat. It's the blessing of God on your food that makes the matter. You see, people say bread is good, water is good, and they are good. Then why must it be the Lord will bless your bread and water and take sickness away from the midst of you, okay? So, the, because the creation will be delivered. All right, next verse. We know that whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. The earth is groaning. The earth is tilted. At one time it was straight. Once upon a time, the earth had only one season because it was upright. That's not a message altogether. But the earth is, is, is groaning. The earth is groaning. That's why there's earthquakes here and there. It's groaning. And it's groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. It seems like God has subjected this earth to us. Amen. And not only they, the creation, but ourselves also who have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves. And guess what? That word there is Setnazo again. Setnazo. We are groaning. We are sighing. We are groaning. Waiting for what? The adoption, the sonship. To wit, the redemption of our body. We are groaning for the redemption of our body. So I tell you this. You will receive your body on that day itself when you see Jesus face to face. You will get your body then. But why then, if you know you're going to get your body, why groan? Why groan for, why, why, why waiting? The word waiting there, all right, is the earnest waiting, eagerly waiting for the redemption of our body because it has an effect on your health. If only we preach more on the rapture, you'll see people getting more energetic and stronger, renewed in their youth and strength. We're not looking forward. None of the apostles, when they write, they look forward for death. They look forward for the rapture. Amen. Now, Paul himself did say, all right, I wish I was absent from the body, present to the Lord. But I need to hang around in the flesh for you guys. And that's a different kind of devotion. But the general teaching is all are waiting for the Son of God to wait for His Son from heaven unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you with me so far? Now watch this. We're waiting for what? The redemption of our body. A body that will never grow old, never be subject to sickness and disease. The doctors will never say to you, well, your body is aging. Yeah, you know your body, your body is dead. No longer such things. We'll be forever young, which is quite a long time. Amen. Amen. No more growing old. No more death, no more sickness, no more disease, no more boredom, no more sleeping when the pastor is preaching. <laughs> Energetic forever. Strong. The whole universe is our playground. Now, 
the next verse, before I show you the next verse, I'm going to show you a verse that will blow your mind. I don't understand how, I look at many commentaries, they're not able, many of them are not able to, they stand to skip this verse. They cannot explain it. Because many of them don't believe in healing. So they tend to skip this verse. Alright, this is the verse. Next one. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for what we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Now we all know that we are saved not by hope. We are saved by faith. By His grace through faith. We are healed by grace through faith. But do you know something, the word salvation? The word saved here is the word sozo. Sozo, my friend, is saved, but it's also healed. It's also rescued. Rescued from danger. It is also delivered. Are you listening? So many of us think of saved as being saved from hell, but saved can also be healed. In fact, that woman with the issue of blood, Jesus told her, your faith has healed you. In the Greek, your faith has sozoed you. So I'm telling you this, we, we are saved here. I submit to you. He's talking about healing. Not about our salvation of, from eternal condemnation. We are healed by having this hope that we're going to receive a brand new body. We are healed. For the lack of preaching on the second coming. Some people say a prophecy is a dangerous place to teach. But one-fourth of the Bible is prophecy. Amen. So stick to what the Bible says and don't go anymore. But the more we teach on prophecy, it does something to your bodies. While you're waiting, you'll be alive and remain until the coming of the Lord. Are you listening, people? Next verse. Next verse, please. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us our infirmities. This word infirmities, people, you cannot, you know, I don't care which scholar talk to you about the word infirmities. This word in the Greek, more than 50% is used 24 times in the New Testament. All right? But I'm telling you, about 60 to 70% or even 80% of the time is used for physical sickness. Is used for physical sickness. And even those areas where they say it's not physical sickness, it's mental weakness or whatever, uh, I, I can actually see it as a sickness as well. So infirmities, when you say Jesus himself took our infirmities, sickness, is this word that's used in the Greek. So notice the Holy Spirit helps our, our sicknesses, our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes us intercession for us with what? Now, many times we teach this, and not wrong for us to do that, to teach this and teach tongues out of this. And it's not wrong. Tongues is a beautiful language. It has its place. But the deeper teaching and the clear teaching of Scripture is that the Spirit makes intercession against your sickness with groanings. When you think about your physical symptoms, you go... And the word groaning here is the noun of the verb stenazo, is tecnamos. It's still groaning from stenazo. People will learn to groan. Can you understand, church, what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say that there's a prayer already, but you want to go into your room, you want to go into your special moment, you want to go into your right, you know, eloquent, pretty prayer. You want to go around doing everything except the groan, because the groan means I'm desperate. There's only one who can help me. Grown, God remembers His covenant. But this time it's a new covenant. Okay? 
Then we close with the Second Corinthians 5. Okay. So people, indeed we groan, honestly desiring to be close with our habitation which is from heaven. What is Paul saying? Paul is saying, hey guys, I am so desirous that my, this body of humiliation be close upon by the body made in heaven. A body that will forever be healthy and strong, never grow old, never die like the body of Jesus when he rose from the dead. Oh, I, I'm desiring for that body. Are you desiring for that body? And meanwhile, I think it has an effect on your health. Now watch this, church. If indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. Now, in other words, those who have died in Christ, our loved one who died in Christ, they are not immediately with the Lord Jesus. But in a sense, they are only spirit and soul there. They are not clothed. They are naked in the sense that they are not clothed with the glorious body yet. We will all be clothed at the same time. When Jesus comes in the rapture. Okay? Now, but next verse. For we who are in this can, in this natural body, we groan, said Nazo again, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, not because we want to be unclothed, not because we want to die, not because we want to put off this body. See, the thing is that, the teaching of Scripture is that don't, don't wait to die. Like this brother just now, I read, he prayed to die. God is saying, it's not scriptural, God says, and, and even Paul, Paul says, not because we want to be unclothed, that means put away our natural body, but further clothed, we want to be clothed with a glorious body, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now God, who has prepared us for this very thing, He prepared us for this thing, God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee, and the word guarantee is a down payment, down payment means I'm coming back for the full possession. So when you come back for the full possession, you're going to have a brand new body. A body that's forever. Are you with me? One last, that's one. Must end with Jesus. Must end with Jesus again. His best friend has just died. One of his friends, I should say. Lazarus. The messenger came to Jesus and said, He whom you love is sick. That's very smart. This is the one who loves you. He whom you love is sick. Jesus went another two days. And finally Jesus went. Watch this. The Bible says, John 11. Therefore when Jesus saw her weeping, Martha weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Now this is not a Greek word, which is another word for groaning, but it's groaning nonetheless. It's a strong groaning. He groaned in the spirit. You see, I think our Savior was thinking, death is unnatural. See, when you and I, we attend a funeral, we attend for the living, not for the dead. Because really, that's just a house. The real person is with the Lord. Like the person is not safe somewhere else. But the thing is this, nobody likes, nobody likes to be reminded of death. Nobody. You know why? Because God made you for life. Amen. Deep down in you, you know that man is not supposed to die. God himself hates death. The last enemy to be put under Jesus' feet is death. God never meant for man to die. God told Adam, do not eat from the tree. The day you eat of it, you shall surely die. In Hebrew, dying first spiritually, you shall die. Dying, you shall die. Spiritually, then physically. God hates death. Sin. The wages of sin is death. 
but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So church, it tells you that Jesus joined the Spirit, and I believe because He remembered. He never made man. All things were made by Him, by Christ. And without Him was not anything made that was made. He made man to live forever. He never made man to die. But man sinned against God. Because God gave man free choice. And free choice is free choice. You cannot manipulate man's free choice. Man chose sin. Man chose death. So he remembered. And the Bible says he groaned and was troubled. And Jesus said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Next. And some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench. He had been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Now, some people assume that he prayed much earlier or whatever. I submit to you. Heard me. Usually when this thing comes, it's always in the context. Or in the same chapter, you'll find it. What did he pray? Let's go backwards again. He groaned in himself. Drop down. All right? He groaned in the spirit. Two records of him groaning. That was his prayer. Sometimes all you have is a groan. Release it. Don't be so strong. I can handle this. I can handle this. I can do it. Cry if you need to. Groan if you need to. Sigh. Let it all out. Because God, our Father, is a God full of compassion, tender mercies, and kindness. But alas, so many of us are so strong, so strong in ourselves, when we are actually so weak. So people, I wish I had more time to share this with you, but I just want to tell you this. I would say that 90% of the church world do not understand this kind of prayer. They will just say, are you sure it's in the Bible? First time you tell me. And it is throughout the entire New Testament. I can show you other verses as well. We don't have time. So people, remember this. When you don't have a prayer, when you don't even feel like praying, and all you have is a sigh, release that. Say, oh, Jesus. Jesus. You might have heard teaching that say there are people who do nothing but, you know, just groan and groan about their problem. They groan to each other. No, that's different. I think they are referring to people who are murmuring. But when you groan to God, wow. He said, Jesus, I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what else to do. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed all across this place. I remember one time my child was sick. Jessica, when she was a young girl, about three or four years old, I bind, I lose, I claim, Mark 11:24. Nothing seems to happen. I remember seeing over his, over her, her bed. Her body was warm, and all I did was cry. And then, deep down inside, there was a groan. 
there was a sigh. And I just let it go. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. A sigh is not pleasant for others to see. Someone groaning is not pleasant for others to behold. Something very personal. And I just pour out my heart. You know something? That night, the whole thing turned around. And that was years ago when God was beginning to teach me that when man is at his end, God is just beginning. If you are here today, my friend, and you're not sure that if Jesus comes again and all the signs are showing, the world is full of the news telling us everything is now focused on Europe, Jesus talked about that, and Israel. We are seeing that. Friend, before all that happens, God will remove us before the worst happens on earth. And the Bible calls it the catching away of the church. You say, I'm not ready, friend. That's why God brought you here today. You say, Pastor Prince, I want Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for my sins, to be my own personal Savior and Lord. If that is you, wherever you are now, pray this prayer from your heart, okay? Are you ready? Say this, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that you love me and send Jesus, your Son, to die in my place as my substitute, the Lamb of God who takes away all my sins. And now that sin has been removed and all my sins forgiven, past, present, and future, through the blood of Christ, there's no more any barriers between me and you. I'm greatly blessed. Thank you, Father, for raising Jesus from the dead in a glorified body. And one of these days, Father, He's returning for me. And I'll have a brand new body. Only you know the time and when He returns. I pray, Father, that you give to all of us an earnest desire for the redemption of our body. And most of all, to see Him face to face. In Jesus' name, and all the people said, Amen. Friend, if you pray that prayer, you are now a child of God. All things are passed away. When Jesus comes, I said you are going up. Sin is no longer the issue. Sin has been removed, okay? You are going up. That new body is yours. Amen. Praise the Lord. Stand to your feet. All right, church. Lift your hands all across this place. Now, I'm not going to groan over you. All right? Groaning is a very personal thing. When you pray in public, you pray with understanding. So that people can say amen, all right? Lift your hands all across this place. This coming week, the Lord bless you with the blessings of Father Abraham and the blessings of Deuteronomy 28. May all you touch prosper. May your enemies come against you one way, flee before you seven ways. God bless the fruit of your body. All your children are blessed. Stress, depression will be far from your house. Worry, concern, and burden will be far from your house. The peace of God garrison your heart and protect your household and all your families. The Lord keep you, preserve you, protect you from every virus, from every sickness, from every disease, and from death itself until Jesus comes and we see him face to face. The Lord lift up his countenance on you, grant you supernatural favor everywhere you go, and grant you peace. 
in Jesus' name. And all the people said, Amen. God bless you, church. Love you. If you have just prayed the prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we want to welcome you to a new life filled with the goodness and abundant grace of Jesus. To help you begin this journey, we would like to bless you with an ebook titled The One Thing, 31-Day Devotional by Pastor Joseph Prince. Receive daily bite-sized inspirations of the favor, healing, and provision that God has for you. Simply log on to josephprince.org salvation and download your free copy today. Get ready to experience the amazing love of God. Thank you for... I'm switching phones. Yes, sir. Cat.
Yo, what up? Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm well in you. I don't mean to tell you, um, we need to put Mr. Hayford. You remember Hayford? Who? Mr. Hayford, our statistics teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but I was asked Sunday. They said that he's on my support down in He moved to Talladega. And I, I don't know what happened. Hmm. Okay. And I, I didn't think about that until we, um, until I got off and had to go into the classroom yesterday. You know I was late. I'm talking about real late. Okay. <laughs> My children were ain't waiting on me, not me waiting on them. Mr. Hayford? Yeah, Hayford. That thing was good in statistics. He taught that class. Yeah, yeah. What was this statement? Mr. Hayford does not care. (laughs) (laughs) Then he said, not care. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) Boy, I did. That was funny. Yeah, we could turn back the hands of time. What would we do? What changes would be making our life? Woo! I know, right? Okay. Mm, mm, mm. That's an interesting thing to say. Interesting thing to ponder on. Yes, Mr. Hayford. Uh, uh, uh. It's good. I've been talking to him off, off and on. I'll probably be um, getting together with him next week. Now they said a day? Uh, no. No, you know, he, he goes through his things every now and then. He called me and said, I don't know if I want to do this. I just kind of listen. Okay, right. <laughs> so. Well. Doubt, don't do it. You know, I was gonna always be some form of doubt, so that's you know. Yeah, there's always gonna be some form of doubt, but but ain't no sense of living if you're living with them. Ain't no sense of living in sin. Yeah, well, you know.
into a pageant. She's looking for sponsors. Okay. When is the pageant? I don't know when. April 19th. Okay. What kind of pageant is this? Um... Like for uh, different age groups, females, and it's pretty good. They, you know, they're, they're training them how to, you know, carry themselves and all that kind of stuff. I actually did the program, but uh, but basically it's like a beginner type of pageant thing going down here. Oh, I'm about to change change phones again. Boy, you change phones more than I change my socks. And your draws. Goodbye. No, 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 no. Them go, them go daily. <laughs> them got to go daily. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today, Austin? <laughs> oh, well, well, well. I'm just sharing with, um, sharing with Sam um, that we need to lift Mr. Hayford up, from what I'm told. I don't know how true it is. They say he's in, on my support down in the... What is Decatur? Uh, Decatur? What is it? Talladega? Uh-huh. Mr. Hayford? Uh-huh. Yeah, the statistic teacher. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, That's Mr. Hayford. What did the African teacher? He was the African teacher. Oh, you know, my God. You know, the short woman with that big yeah, old head. Yeah, the big head. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. Oh, Sam wow. Does, uh, does the perfect um, imitation of his voice. He just tripped me out when he said, said what is it, Mr. Hanson is not here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a dog. Mm. That oh, thing, but he could teach, like, he could teach that statistics, but he could teach Oh, he that. knew his stuff. He knew, he knows his stuff. Understand that. He knows it. I mean, whatever he talked, that day he made sure you knew exactly what was going on. What he was on. talking about, exactly. He didn't yeah, leave no phone yeah. unturned. He didn't leave his phone unturned. But it's good that we are in the in the land of the living God today. Praise the Lord. In the land of the living God. And I thank him. You prayed already or y'all were just talking? No. He's swapping phones all the time. He, this is second time swapping phones. And so I told him, I said, boy, you changed your, um, you swap phones more than I have to swap to change my thoughts. He's talking about and your draw. <laughs> I don't think so, boo. That's a daily thing. <laughs> that, that's what I told him. I said, that's a daily thing. Uh, that's got to go. 
You know, if you're, if you're doing the wrong thing, it's probably twice a day. But anyway, we ain't going to talk about that part. <laughs> you know, one thing. But then again, or if you have an accident, Look, I was I was so happy when it was the last week or week before last. I went draw shopping. I, you I know mean, what? I, I would have spent some money, so I love new undies. They feel good. <laughs> um, okay. All right, then. <laughs> we got to have them, though. <laughs> yeah, but I just like new, socks, new socks and new T-shirts and new underwear. I feel like I am. I love that. Although, don't nobody see those things, but I just <laughs> love new under, underclothes and shoes. You want to be fresh and crisp all over, though. You know, you just don't yeah. want to just look, feel any old kind of way. Where, well, you know, women, on the other hand, right. we have our, you know, but... um. You just don't want to feel any old kind of way, you know? Yeah. She make you yeah. feel good. You know how your mama always tell you, I always wear good clothes, underwear, because you never know what you're going to do. what may happen. They may have to cut your clothes off, and you got to have on a good underwear. <laughs> always be fresh under. Always be right up under there, because you never know. Never know. know. What may happen. It's causing the to... to, to, to um, Remove your garments, and you have on these ragged undergarments that we talked about. Look, <laughs> <laughs> say something. Go back on topic. What you say? Anyway, go back on topic. We're back on topic and whatever. Felicia, I enjoyed that seven. You must have couldn't sleep because you didn't do thirty this morning. Oh, you know what? I responded at about four. I think I did was like, wait, man. I'm like, what? You better I, I think I got about five something this morning. No, I, I was about to get something out, honey. So it could nobody sleep because I started waking up around about four. I said, uh uh-uh, uh, it's too early. I got up. I was up. I like, wait, man. I was like, hey, you know when to send it. You know when to send it. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, thank you for it. We needed that word this morning. That now, word. that was a good one. I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a real good one. But how are you doing, Felicia? You on the bus? You on the train? You on the train. Yeah, well, why don't you go and give a shout out? Hallelujah in the air. See who's going to look at you. <laughs> go and give it up. Hallelujah. Hey, it is what it is. I would have did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to you, Jesus. I would have shouted it. I don't care about them folks up in there. They're trying to sleep, read, or whatever they're doing. they always on Facebook. Just shout it out in the atmosphere. They, they, somebody need to get it. Somebody need to get that today. Hallelujah. How long do we get to do that one? <laughs> huh? I see you. I said, for real? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how you call the, they'll call you the Hallelujah woman when you come on the bus from then on. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give it to them. Don't try her. Try anybody but her. 
Honey, I got on the elevator every morning. God bless you. Y'all have a great day. Did y'all have did God? I said, good morning, everybody. Did you sleep well? Thank God that we're in your presence today. I go in, honey, when the spirit, I get on the elevator. I, 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 when I tell you, I'm going to get somebody God today. Oh, one of them told me, I needed that thank you so very much. Thank I said, you, God bless you, sister. I kept on moving. I ain't got time. I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to drop my little nuggets and keep on moving. Because we all get on this elevator, all different walks of life get in this elevator. Just think about the thing. Let's talk about this elevator moment we have in our lives. We get on this, this thing, we, and this is the journey that we're on now. We're on the elevator with different personalities, different people, all walks of life with one common goal. Yes, yes. Hmm. Work, now, now, this is the elevator at work now. I'm just saying, to work. So there is work to do on the elevator. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to do that work if I got to do it by myself. Here am I, send me, okay? <laughs> but I'll go ahead. Oh, go ahead with what? You were going to say something about the elevator. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just saying, well, um, 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 even like when um, Felicia sent the text out this morning talking about the different levels that we were going to. So mm. this, level, this level, elevator is going up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This elevator is bound for glory. Oh yes, and and get and get this. It is it's not selfish either. <laughs> All you gotta do is continue to give it. <laughs> Everybody can go up. Hallelujah! <laughs> come on, on, come on, on. That's room. Everybody, room for more. That's room for more. <laughs> but um, yes, yes, yes. Next level. Oh Jesus, the next level. Man, man, man. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know, somebody has sent me a post on Facebook, and I thought, you know, I'm not very tech savvy when it comes to Facebook and all this social media stuff, and they was talking about the um, this lady. I might, might have sent it to you too as well, where all my friends on there, I did that link. Um, well, the lady was talking about God was a healer, how God is a healer, and somebody had basically was dying in the Walmart or something like that, and how she got in there and resuscitated them and covered them and stuff like that, and they ended up. And she was just going in. She was just crying, just praising God, basically for using her at that moment where she was. Ooh, oh, baby, honey, but I tell you, that thing went in. You know, <laughs> when you said the chills just ran, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you, God, for stirring. For stirring the spirit up to date. There is some juicy coming out this weekend. I need you huh? to see. There's a movie that's coming out this weekend. I want you to go try to see. Try to see. It's called. Um, it's called. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? It's coming out in movie theater. Yeah, it's coming out Friday. Do you believe? Yes. Mm. Okay. Christian, it's a Christian Christian movie. It's not like no one. Oh, it's not a Christian movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and since you and I finally got a chance to see Noah, and that wasn't totally biblically sound. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Give, I didn't see Noah yet, but Noah. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see Noah, but I hadn't seen it yet. But it was biblically what, Arthur? It wasn't biblically sound. Oh really? No. I can't. I can't. I can't actually pinpoint certain parts because I act. When I saw some things that wasn't basically from what I read, you know, how you just glimpse that stuff, and although you be sitting there, you really don't pay a lot of attention to it. Mm-hmm. That's the way it, it, it caught my attention, you know. 
It wasn't biblically sound about the thing that you, what you read and was and learned and was foretold, was was read and foretold is not. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Well, you know how the you know how commentaries go. They all have their own opinions. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm just saying. That's just yeah. how it feels. Anybody have that thing? I didn't see it though. Hmm? Ask Felicia, did she see it? Did I see one? No one. Oh, I refuse to go there. Oh, you refuse, refuse to go there? I refuse to go there. Yeah. And oh, why? Hmm? Why did you refuse? Because it wasn't, it wasn't biblically correct. And it was oh, yeah. so you heard, the, you heard before you went to see it. You heard before mm-hmm. you went to see it. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't okay, pay okay. the money go see it. I didn't pay the money go see it. It was on Blue Page. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay the money go see it. It was on Blue Page. It was all the boot. It was all the boot. In fact, when I went to see Belma, that's the first time I've gone to the movies probably since The Family That Praise when it came out. You know what? But no, you know what's the only reason why I was gonna go see it until I found out that the director, either the director or the writer, was an atheist. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Now I can see why he wasn't alive. Yeah, it was an atheist. He was just like he was doing it for the money. Oh wow! For the money because because they were trying trying to get the they're trying to get the Christians to go to the show, so they made the noise. Yeah, yeah he, wow. needed that, he needed that Christian dollar to make his to make his income come up. So mm-hmm. he oh, gave wow. him something, but he didn't give him the word. He didn't give him the word. Okay. Like, he mm-hmm. didn't give it to him. Well, let me go. I'm almost there. I guess okay. in the next 10, 15 minutes. Dear most gracious heavenly Father, Lord God, we come into the throne room of grace, mm-hmm. Lord God, thinking your many, many mercies. Mercy yes. that we're not deserving of, but Father God, you love us so much, you bless us still. You grant oh, yes. us mercy each and every day. We come thank you, oh Heavenly Father, for the assembly of the few that we have on this call. For your word teaches us, yes, Lord God, yes, but yes. two or three are you will be in the midst. So, Father God, let your Holy Spirit have his way right now. Let it have his way within our hearts and our minds within our prayers and our songs, our speech, even the message that we bring forth, Lord God. Let it shed light to someone, Lord God, in the dark world, even to those who are just going going astray or those who are weary in their spirits, Lord God, those of us who are right now going through a situation. Let your word have perfect way right now and ministers to us in our heart and our spirits. Father God, we ask you to cover us throughout this day, Lord God. We give ourselves over to you, Lord God, to be used by you, to be to be ministers of yours, Lord God, to each and other each each other, Lord God. We come to Lord God, thanking you, Lord God, for the heart of humility, Lord God. So we pray and we bow our heads with the heart of humility, knowing that with the the humble will be Bless, Lord God. So, Father God, we give ourselves, we denounce ourselves and ask you to move money within our spirits. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, we're going to thank you in advance for your spirit taking full control of this call. We're going to thank you in advance, Lord God, that even as we go on our jobs today, Lord God, that you're still going to speak to 
to us through our hearts in their still voice, Lord God, and that your spirit will have its perfect way within our, within our jobs. Father God, we bind up the pack of the Thank enemy, God. anything that will hinder or impede us from trying to worship you, Lord God. So we know that we are yours, Lord. You can try right to Thank see you. if we can be completely yours. So, Father God, we ask you to move any stumbling box from our way. Even if you don't move the Lord God, give us the strength to climb over those hurdles and those mountains that's trying to keep us from reaching your love, Lord God, for Jesus' love. So, Father God, let us share this love with each and every one of the person we come with, with each and every one on this call. Families, our friends, our co-workers, whomever we come in contact with them, let them see the love of Jesus, Lord God, through our lives. We pray for those who are unsaved, Lord God. We continue to stand in the gap for them right now, Lord God, for you have created us to do a mighty work. You have created every last one of us to be missionaries and to be ministers on this earth. And let yes, us yes, yes, them, Lord God, with a truthful spirit, with a truthful heart, speaking the word that you have that you have penned, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we give all yes, glory, yes. honor, and praise to you, the Most High God. We say thank, thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 I have the. Um, I, but if you want to pray, are you going to wait? Okay. I have a word. I have a word today, and it's coming from Psalms twenty-three, verse three. God will restore your soul. Mm. For a period of time in our lives, we rebuke whatever we didn't want because we thought it must be from the east, from the devil. But a lot of what we was trying to rebuke was from God. Many of the things we do not like or want were things uh, like a want were things that God had allowed for our growth and development. The writer of Hebrews said that we must submit to the discipline of God. He chastises us only because he loves us. Don't try to resist what God intends to use for your good. Ask the Lord to do a deep and thorough work in you so you can be all he wants you to be, do all he wants you to do, and have all he wants you to have. During years of resisting anything that was painful or difficult, the simple truth is that you did not grow spiritually. We keep going around and around in the same old mouth problems with the same old problems and, and mountains. We need to realize that when we were trying to avoid pain, we had pain anyway. The pain of staying the way we are is much more worse than the pain of change. Our personality is our soul, mind, will, and emotion. But often it has been wounded by our experience in the world, experiences in the world. God promised us to restore God promised to restore our souls if we would cooperate with the work of the Holy Spirit in us. At one point in our life we had a broken soul, one that had no peace or joy, but God made made us whole and wants us to wants to do the same for us. Made me whole and wants to do the same for us, for you. God was God's word for today. Open your soul to God and ask him to heal every wound and bruise. May be blessed. Amen. 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 God will restore Amen. your soul. See, we think that, but well, what I got from this lesson, we think that everything is the devil, the devil, evil, the devil. But from this lesson that I read, 
we we uh, a lot of what we are trying to regroup was from God, because He 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 giving us our task, He giving tasks to see if we're gonna be uh, to allow for our spiritual growth and development. I just I just got that part because we always think that we try to put everything on the devil, everything on the devil. But God allows some things to happen to us so we can to see, are you truly sold out for me? Are you truly the child of God that you are called to be? Are you truly going to use the tools that are given you, that are embedded and endowing you, for your good, for my good? So that's what I got from that lesson, that, that lesson today. And now everything is evil or from the devil. God can put us in a position to use us as such, because he, he'll use us to get somebody else blessed or get somebody else uh, delivered. And even in that reading, what you said, God chastening those who he loved, that's straight scripture. He loved you. He's going he to correct you when you're wrong. Oh, yeah. Chastise And we're not but sure he, his chastising. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, I think, and I thought it was a good lesson, because he uses, he uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Yes, yes. He uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Sometimes we go into church services and we see people, people just fall out and, 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 and praise and worship and shout and speak in tongues and all of the goodness, the, good, the things of, 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 of spirituality. The Holy Spirit is dwelling and moving and turning. But he'll use us who are instruments of him to bring out those uh, usher in the spirit of others. So therefore, I, I just think that 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 he'll use ordinary like like I say, our situations are not all for us. <laughs> not for us. It's for him to use us. Good morning. Who is that? Who is that? E. Yeah. The most profound thing that I got out of your reading today mm-hmm. was the fact that you know when we um when we are chastised and mm-hmm. um you know, dealing with a lot of hurts and we feel that we have been I guess uh, discipline and that we're renewed and that we have, you know, made these corrective measures in our life. Mm. A lot of them are not spiritual. Oh wow! And I think that was the biggest thing that you said to me because when you know when you mm. read it and you were talking about a lot of the the renewing of our mind and the change of our Thank actions you. and behaviors, yeah. well, mm. how much of that is actually spiritual? Wow. Because it just said the personality, our personality is our soul, our mind, right. our will, and our emotion. That's our personality. Right. That's our soul. You know, that's what it says. It says our personality is our soul, and in cap in parentheses, it's mind, will, and emotion. Right. That's not spirit. Right. <laughs> and, and, and the thing God. is, you can have you can have an improved or corrected behavior that's not mm-hmm. spiritual. That's right. And I think the biggest thing, you know, is that we need to align ourselves or assess ourselves to see 
what these improvements or changes are, mm. how they mm. are associated with the spirit and what God has for us to do and how he has for us to behave. Because, you know, wow. a lot of the time we have this thought process or we have it uh-huh. on heart. Well, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore or I'm not going to mm. do it as much. Mm. And if that is not in alignment with what God has instructed us to do, we Girl. still have not had that spiritual renewing. That's we can right. be renewed and not align it to the spirit. Okay. So, I, right, you now. know, and I think that was the biggest thing. You know, oh, well, yeah. I used to, well, I used to, um, I used to sleep around, but I don't sleep around as much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean. drink as much. I might do it twice a week now. So I'm just saying, or I used to be a glutton with whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Well, I don't don't indulge in that as much as I used to. And that is a change behavior, but how how close is that to spiritual alignment or spiritual renewal? All right, now. And then it seems like you said, I don't do it as much, but what Uh you do it, how hard do you go? Well, that I mean, you know, we'll take it to the max. Well, I, well, I hadn't done it for five days, so I'm going to go hard. You see what I'm saying? After right. Years, right. Uh, I'm going to go so. get this one in. Right. I, you see, in the fact part about our minds and our little five infinite minds, finite minds or whatever you want to call it, we feel like, well, I'm going to do this and I can pray and ask the Lord for forgiveness. But she will right. forgive you. Uh-huh. But then again, at, at that point, that is some, that he's going to condemn you right then, too. Yes, right, that's right. Because of a fact, you, you already know you're doing wrong. Wrong. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, you know, that's that your mind that all the time. That's right, That's Be whooping you in your mind and you can't even enjoy what you said that you. <laughs> Right. But you know you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Ain't right. nothing else in it. Then you got to deal with Lord the guilt after you finish doing what you've done, which oh, puts wow. you more. That guilt puts you so doggone hard. I promise you, I know me anyway. It puts me so hard. I, I, I'm like, uh, I, think I just sit down. Sit at the table and drink a glass of water. Just be mad. <laughs> Don't do nothing. At myself. Right. Lord have mercy. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Lord have mercy. Yeah, but that, I, think that, I think that was the that was the thing that, you know, rang so really profoundly in my ear that you read. Oh, yeah. That's right. Like, wow. So, you know, that stepped all on my toes because I can honestly say I'm guilty as charged. Guilty. Other charges. <laughs> yeah, look, I used to cuss her out every day. I don't cuss her out but once a month now. <laughs> but you still cuss. <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy. I used to rip her left and right. I just now, I just poke her a little bit. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Lord have mercy. But that was a good read today. That was a good read. <laughs> the word restores me. I mean, we, we um, I mean, as far as the change, you said the chastisement, I mean, the changes that we make in, in, in our daily walk and the growth 
and not, you know, the growth that we have, God is going to send. You know, he's going to test us, too. He's going to the trials only come to make us strong. Test and trials. So, therefore, we're going to be chastised. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's good. That was good to pull out that. That is so good. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, and with thanksgiving, I'll be that living sanctuary, Lord, for you. Dear Heavenly Father, God, dear most righteous and saving one, God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for the rising of the sun so that we can rise up to see it one more day, God. God, we lift your name on high each and every day as we gather on this line because we love to sing your praises. And we know that the praises go up, the blessings come down, God. So we thank you, God, for the word today, the word that poured into us so we can pour out into one another, God. Open up our minds to to do your will today, God. Open up our hearts to receive your love today and give your love to someone else, God. Give love, God. God, we know that that by by your stripes we are healed today, God. So right now in the name of Jesus, I lift up the sick and shut in, the desired healing that is needed for them, God. Enjoy the divine time, and God, I ask that you grant them that 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 blessing today, God. Grant them that healing that they need to restore them, God. To renew them, to refresh them, right now in the name of Jesus. God, I lift up to you, um, Dean, um, Mr. Hubbard, right now, God. You know all about him. You know all his wants and needs, God. And I pray that you put send your healing touch upon him, God, and give him peace regardless of what the situation is, God. Only you know the day and the hour of, of when you're going to call someone home, God. So right now, God, I, I pray that you give him, him and his family peace right now, God, that surpasses all understanding. Send a comforter their way, God. Let them know that, that earth has no sorrow, that heaven can heal. But we know right now, God, that you are healing, God. And there are miracles still being made and done and seen on this earth today. So I lift him up for the healing that he needs right now in the name of Jesus. I lift up the, the Jenkins family that Arthur speaks of about their, their family members who are, who, are, who, are, who are going through some, some sickness and some health issues, God. I lift up Sister Jenkins that Sam sent me about her, her, her stroke and how she needs to be, to be healed. I lift up Mother Regina who's going through her her issues, and Nate's going through his pain issues, and Erica, and Arthur, and Felicia, and all of us who are going through our medical issues right now, God, that only we know that your hand, and we can look, reach up and touch the hem of your garment will be made whole today. So right now, God, we're asking that you reach down and touch us, God, and heal our sanctuaries, and heal our bodies, and restore our minds, and give us strength to run on to see what the end's going to be. Continue to, to tune, fine-tune your instruments today, God. Whatever's out of place, God, turn that knob 
of love with your hand, God. Straighten that cricket bow. Make that, that, that those instruments play harmoniously for our for your good, God, right now. Continue to use us to pour into others as we pour into ourselves from your word. Thank you, God, for hearing this prayer. And give me this moment to bow on bending knee with my hands lifted up and my mouth to a praise. With this heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. In Jesus' name, I do submit this person, the keeper of my soul. I say amen, amen, and amen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Lord, I come to you this morning thanking you, Lord, thanking you for life and strength, thanking you for your grace and your mercy. You know, this another chance and another and another chance to thank you. <clears throat> make our souls and spirits right with you. Oh, yeah, Lord, Lord, I thank you for your covering and I thank you for your protection. Thank Lord, I ask for forgiveness for all of my sins, Lord, those that oh, yeah. I knowingly commit and those that I don't know that I commit. But, Lord, I ask that you purge. Me, right Lord. now in the name of Jesus. a clean heart in me, Lord, a clean, a clean oh, spirit and a renewing of the mind. Lord, oh, and I Jesus. thank you for just, again, allowing me to be just able to change your name and to experience these new mercies, just this one. new day. Lord, I thank you for my family and the covering and protection that you provide. Lord, I ask you right for prayer for my children. Lord, I ask that you right touch me in July and Punch, and Kanisha, and Aiden, Lord. And I ask that I you to continue to walk circumspectly in your word, Lord, and that yes, Lord they continue to seek you for guidance, understanding, oh, yes. and wisdom for all of their circumstances. Lord, I appreciate your ministries as a whole. And, and thank you at the same time, Lord, for allowing your word to thank be you, the root of our foundation that we're able thank to. You meet and greet and fellowship one with another, and that we're able to comfort and share with one another, Lord, and, and share your word with one another. Yes, that yes, 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 yes. Our thoughts are provoked and our our minds are provoked and that we just begin hmm. to search you and search your word even more in depth, Lord, to really understand who we are in you and what our hmm. purpose is. Lord, I lift up the prayer shift and ministry's families who are asking for continued strength in each and every one of their lives, Lord. And I, I thank you for their protection. I pray that you continue to strengthen them and allow us, Lord, to be able to fellowship one with another, even with the miscommunications and the lack of understanding and the disagreements that may occur. Lord, we ask that you continue to be as it is, Lord, and that as it is spoken, as it is shared, that yes, it is Lord. able to, you know, it's able to cut, that we're able to be healed, mm. Lord, that we're able to have those changes that are also occurring in our lives, Lord, that we are made one with you. Lord, I thank you for this additional day, Lord, and I thank you for the fact that your son loved us despite our yes, faults. Yes, 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 yes. 
pray to you this morning. Amen. 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 God able to do just what he said he will do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God, for he won't give up on you. He's able. Remember that today. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody needed that, right? He's able to do just what he said he would do. That's a promise. That was a promise that was made so long ago. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, God. He's able. We just got to keep on remembering and, and remembering and remembering and remembering. He's able to do just what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up. Fight, press, run on. Mm, 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 mm. Let's see what the end of it is. Hold on, y'all. My baby beeping in. I'm back. She's telling me she had rehearsal, band rehearsal today. Lord Jesus, children, children of the corn. <laughs> God is able, y'all. You know, I thank Him. I thank Him each and every day that I wake up to the with my face to the rising sun because it could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse, you know. But we thank him for what we what he's blessed us with thus far, because there's more yet to come in our lives as we walk that journey. He's gonna bless us and give us the tools that we need. You know, people say, "Oh, I need I need all this money. I need this, this, this." No, if you get you, you already you're already rich. We're rich. Our riches are not stored on this earth. We are heirs. We are heirs of the Most High God. We are rich beyond measure because of the choices that we make down here on earth. I can be as as poor as Blow Joe, have two nickels to rub together, but I know my heart. I know where I'm rich. I know where it where it matters. You know. It's with him above beyond the sky. <laughs> it's with him beyond the sky. So, so down here, you know, and, and, and of course, it had to be a, a learned thing. It had to be a learned thing. It had to be a learned, a self-submitting thing, because we are a flesh. But I want to be more of. Like someone so I, I was at a gym last night. Oh, Felicia. <laughs> I'm at a gym that girl. Day two. And in this gym, they have, you know, they walked around, walked me around the gym. Of course, I, you know, I've been, you know, when I first tour, I toured first, and then he walked me around the gym last night, and he said, well, you know, 
um, and they have this machine, infrared light that will um, tighten your skin. You know, that was a good thing for me. I'm like, yeah, I go in there, you know, 12 minutes, tighten some of this. And, it, and it, the infrared light will tighten your skin, and it's got, um, you know, do, do with the cellulite thing. So he said, we were standing outside the infrared light thing, because he was going to show it to me. And he said, you can do it two or three times a week, you know, whatever you prefer. Um, and, he, and he pointed to the tanning room. He said, I don't think you need to go in there. I said, no, boo, I don't think I do. I don't either. He said, yeah, because a lot of people like the glow of, of the tanning. I said, well, you know what? I already have a glow. <laughs> <laughs> a glow that's from, and I did, I did, said the glow from up, up. The glow from up is what I already have, I already here. So I don't need no more glow. I got the ultimate glow, boo. That's what I said. It's just like that. He just bust out laughing. So, therefore, I want that glow that I already have within me that shines around me, that whoever whoever's around me, I want that my light to shine so it'll warm them. It'll warm them. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, 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 to be around, not to say to, to, to be around, I want them to, regardless of whether they're around me or not, I want my glow to shine so bright that it warms their spirit. It warms them. Right. And I had did a, a assessment online, you know, and it says that, you you have a confidence about yourself that that tends to magnet people to you. You know your 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 personality, your your, your confidence, your personality. You tend to not to you know you're not gonna make you'll make a lot of friends easily because people tend to navigate to you. So I don't want them to navigate to me because of my personality. I want them to navigate to me because of my spirit <laughs> and the glow that I have. I don't meet a stranger. No, I don't. And I thank God for who I am because he made me. He made me who I am. And that's a good thing. <laughs> and it was good. I love that creation. It, it, it was good. <laughs> but I did grace to say, y'all be blessed. But um, the glow thing, you know, I, I just, I want my, hope my spirit to shine like the sun. And the warmth of my, my, whole, my spirit glow. So if I ask God for it, He's going to do it because I'm asking. I'm asking him with the humble of humbleness in my heart. You know, God will give you the desire of your heart. You're just going to ask and believe and have faith and know it's going to happen. So I know each and every day I ask God, I'm give, give me, give, put it in me so I can give them to you, give you them through me. Use me, instrument, pluck me, pluck me, pluck me like a harp, a string instrument, a horn, anything that you want to use me, ask God, I will be your instrument. To give people you, because we're in, I'm in the office building with over a thousand people. Somebody in there needs God today. That's why I think every time I get on the elevator, somebody different. Somebody needs God today in this elevator. I'm gonna lift them up. I'm gonna lift their day. I'm gonna say that good morning with the with the brightness of brightness in my in the way I speak, and tell them have a blessed day and be blessed today. And that's every and that's every day. That's every day. I get up. I get up, go into this office every day. I'm gonna get somebody to go out today. Whether they want to hear my voice or not, it's gonna be this too. It's gonna go far. <laughs> so I'm gonna get off this call and y'all have. A, <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking because I know y'all have a lot of stuff going on too. But be blessed today. I love you, and nothing you can do about it. And I pray for you, and you pray for me. You too, Maria. Have a good day. All right.
You don't get quiet now, huh? Oh, good morning, Samuel. How are you? I'm moving around, not complaining. Good job, good job. It's wonderful to hear your voice today. Today is a good day. Despite mm-hmm. how it looks, today is a good day. Despite mm-hmm. how we feel, today is a good day. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to pick up where Maria left off. <laughs> That's a good thing. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. But I was telling Cynthia this. I had to, I to, I talked to Cynthia this morning. And I told her, I said, do you feel that? And she was like, feel what? I said, do you feel the shifting that's going on in the atmosphere? I mean, and I mean, it's like first spiritual and natural stuff. Whatever's happening in the spiritual realm is coming over, and you can't help but see, you know, the the changes that are taking place. I mean, look at the Sahara from yesterday to today in the space of 24 hours or 12 hours for that matter, you know, and, and God was just showing me. He was just like, this is how the times are changing now. And we had, and, and he brought, and then I was telling, I was telling Makia, I said, we have to be like Sam. I was like, you're, you're the example that I, that I put before me, you know, where I, I have to be able to be able to go in and out of the spirit, being connected to him in such a way when he says move to be able to move, just like the change in the atmosphere. We have to be able to move in season and honesty in a minute or a second, you know. <clears throat> so that being said, I say, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you've done on the foundations of the world. You, you, you predestined. Each and every person, you predestined this moment for us to glorify your name. You predestined us to meet who we've met to encourage us, to magnify us, to help us on our journey and our relationship with you. You orchestrated each and every opportunity. You orchestrated each and every visitation for the right moment at the right time with the right people. As we go through this day, we pray for the the ministers, the apostles, the evangelists, the teachers, the missionaries, that you will give them the strength in their spirit to continue to pour out your word unto the people that you have put before them. Let their tongues speak the truth of your word and not be politically correct 
and not looking to gain money, but because they they have a love of you, Father God, that no man can turn to, turn them to the side. And Father, we ask that you will continue to keep them protected, keep um, Franklin Graham protected, oh God, keep Evangelist Anita Fuentes protected, oh God, keep keep um, keep all of the ministers that are standing on the front line. That that in the in the public eye that's willing to speak in this season the wholeness of your word and not just being you know giving itchy ears giving to itchy ears oh God and we comfort those who are who are abused and addicted Father God we comfort them right now that they will find deliverance in you that they will find salvation in you, that you let the light of you shine so brightly in those that they come into contact with, that they look for you in their darkness, oh God. And Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And we glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm going to leave you guys in about to go on the elevator. Yes, I can find my lesson to the
Joanna Ward, Homboko, Shilakase, Shilakanda, Shilakose, Shilakanda, Shilakose, Shilakanda, Shilakose, Shilakanda, Shilakose, Shilakanda, Shilakose,
Azera Horoboshi the Kosesh the Kosandro Kosesh the Kosando Kose Hokoko Shishish the Korombo Kosesh the Korombo Kosa Hokoko Shish the Korombo Kosesh the Korombo Kosarakasa Hokoko Shish the Korombo Kosesh the Korombo Koshirakosa Hokoko Shish the Korombrosa Shokra Dano Kanak Homboko Shikoroshish the Korombo Kosesh the Korombo Kosarakasa Hokoko Shish the Korombo Kosesh the Korando Kosarakasa Community service. Hombroko shi kose shi rekorumbo community service. Nancy Brewer, Hambroko, Shirakose, Shirakaramboko, Shirakasa, Shirakose, Shirakaramboko, Shirakasa, Shirakose, Shirakasa, Shirakose, Horabaka, Shakara. Yolanda Smith, Horamboko, Morgan McFarland, Morgan McMillan and family.
Alright, my last list. Um Save Refuge and Rush to the Cossession of Broco Shirakasa. Broco Session Coromboko Shirokosa Shirkosession Coromboka. Boko Koshesha Coromboko Shirakasa Rokosha Kosa Boko Shakara. People are gifting class on Boko Shirkosha Coromboko Shirakanda. Boko Koshesha Combroko Shirokosa Shirkosha Combra. Boko Koshesha Combroko Rokosa. Reginald Foster Combroco Shishir Combroco Shirkosa, Boko Koshishir Combroco Shirkosa Shirkosa, Boko Koshishir Coroboko Shirkada, Broco Shakara. Joyce Mason, Alex Thompson, Elliot Chris Foster, Humbroco Shirkir Corombrocosa, Boko Koshishir Combroco Corocosa, Boko Koshishir Combroco Shirkosa, Broco Shakara. Maria Mathis, Rokosha Kosesha Kumbroko Shirkosa, Shirkombrosha Kosesha Kumbroko Kosa, Umboko Shesha Kumbroko Kosa, Umboko Kosesha Kumbroko Shirkasa, Horobaka Shakara. Helpmate, Umbroko Shesha Kumbroko Kosa, Hoko Kosesha Kumbroko Kosa, Shirkosesha Kosa, Broko Kosesha Kumbroko Shirkada, Broko Shesha Kumbroka, Shirkosesha Koroboka, Broko Shirkase. Shakara. <laughs> Shakara. <laughs> Robaka Shakara. Dela Karandala, Shindrokoshesha Kondrokosakanda, Bokoroshesha Kombrokorokasa, Bokokoshesha Kombrokorokosa, Bokoroshesha Kombroka, Shirkosesha Kombra, Horobrata Rika, Shirkosi Danda Kosi Rida, Horobraka, Shirkosi Rikanda, Homboko Shishesha Kombroko Shakara. Dano Lostus, Andre Dijan, Dela Karandala. Jonathan Dunlap, Travis Crockett, Shindoro Koshe de Gandaragosa, Umbroko Rodesh de Gandaragosa and Derekasa, Obokorosha, Shakara. Larry's own, Brosh de Gosesh de Gombroko Shirakasash, the Gosesh de Gosash, the Gosash, Shiraka. City will say, Gus Umbroko Shishish de Gombroko Shirakas, the Gosesh de Gosoboka, Shaka. Rosemore, Hombron de Gosesh de Gosandugosa, Shaka. My parents, Umbrosh de Gosesh de Gombrokosa, Shaka. Sidi Valana, Haranda, Kosheshi, Gandara, Kosherka, Shakara.
Maria Mathis, and help me. We got um, Mom Regina, Hambroco, Shilakose, Shilakarando, Gose, Shilakarambo, Kosa, Morobaka, Shakara. We got Nate Carson, Brother Gose, Shilakarando, Kosa, Brother Gose, Shilakarambo, Shaka, Shakara. Washington, Brother Gose, Shilakarambo, Kosa, Brother Gose, Shakara. Rosen Hospital in the community, Shandranda Gose, Shilakarando, Kosa. Brandon Gossier, Grombrosa, Shakara. Marking Charles II, Grombrosa, Gossier, Grombrosa, Gossier, Gossier, Pastor Mark, Grombrosa, Gossier, Grombrosa, Gossier, And myself, Grombrosa, Gossier, 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 Demond Holly and the KSS organization, Denise and Terry, Sam McNair, Barbara Carson and family, Mike Stripes and Dietrich, Jerry, Barbara Salter's cousin, Louie and Sherry, Bishop Yarbrough, Erica Carlos Smith, Corey and Dennis, Mark Gully, Gerard Jenkins, Mark Ian Charles Sr., Gene Elman, the Platt Academy, Don Smith, Jeff and Natasha Ferguson, the guy in the subway, Shaw Vaughn, Phil and Jan and Lowe. All right, that's my three lists. I think the only thing we got left is the seats and hospice, abuse, addiction, and prisoners. Anybody want to do any of those? I'll, uh, I'd like to do my family. Go ahead, Cher. Precious Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for waking us up again. Thank you that we can worship your name, Lord. You are merciful and gracious to us, Lord God, and you give us all that we ask for. And before we even ask, Lord, you know our needs. Lord God, I lift up my family to you today. My mom and my brothers and their wives and their families, my nieces and nephews and their families, my cousins, Lord God, my in-laws, Lord God, on both sides of the family, Lord God my uncles, Lord God. Watch over them and keep them today, Lord. Keep them safe and touch their hearts, Lord God, today in a special way, Lord. Minister to them right where they're at, Lord God. And we thank you for hearing my prayer request today. Watch over Louie and I as we come to and fro today, Lord, as we rest in you, Lord God. We give you all the glory, power, and praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 The season hospice and the cosher, the cosher, the cosher, the cosher, Addiction. Shandaro kose shirikon roko shirikosa. Kumboko sheshe shirikon roko shirikosa. Horobrander kose shirikon roko rokosa shirikosa shakara. And prisoners. Kumbroko kose shirikon roko rokosa. Hoko kose shirikon roko rokosa. Hoko kose shirikon roko shirikosa rokosa shirikose shirikosa rokosa. Hoko kose shirikosa rokosa. 
se compra ca și lucose, o cocoșe și le compro corocosa, cosa și lucose și le comba, o cocoșe și le compro coro și le cose și le comba, o cocorange și le cose de cărâmbra ca și lucose și le cărâmbaca, o cocoșe și le compro coro și le cosa și le cose și le cosa în lucosa, o cocoșeară că și le pedară că și le cusară că dară că și le cosire că șară că doară cu și le cuva, compra ca și le cosie și le compra și le cosie și le asta și le de comproșie și le comproșta. Chiar la casa, ce bosele de...
Shered Boko, Harabaka, Horobose, Shirakandasha, Horobro, Sariande de Casa, Ta Shirikose, Dedicandrose, Shirikandese, Shirikandorande, Shadad of Rombrande, Shadad Kumbrosa, Shadad of Rombo, Hyer Kumbrosi, the Cassandre de Gosse, Harande de Gosse, Yarakomboko, Darakada. Thank you, Father God. Holy Spirit, we thank you today. We're getting ready to go to Bustinaga. Go forth into that which you plan for us to record by Shinagarakosa to study today, Lord. How about open up our hearts to receive that which you want us to see, have, and understand. Father God, we're seeking you. Shinagarakosa for all revelation. Shinagarakosa of your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. The restoration of the Jews. As to the fact, and I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel, and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine thereof. They shall also make gardens, eat the fruit of them, and I will plant them upon their land, and they shall no more be pulled up out of their land. Amos 9, 14 and 15. But you say this prophecy was fulfilled in the restoration from the Babylonian captivity. Not so, for they were driven out of that land after that. And this promise was, is that they should no more be pulled up out of their land. And we must refer to some future restoration. The return from the Babylonian captivity was the first restoration and the scriptures, the scriptures speak of a second. And it shall come to pass in that day, millennial day, that the Lord should set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people which shall be left from Assyria, from Egypt, from the Pathros, from Cush, from Elam, from Shinar, from Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. Isaiah 11 and 11. The Jews have never been restored but once, and that was from Babylon. The march from Egypt to Canaan was not a restoration. You cannot have anything restored to you unless it has been in your possession before. And Palestine was never in the possession of the children of Israel and after its conquest by Joshua. Again, the Jews are to come this time, not from the east as when they returned from the Babylonian captivity, but from the north and from all countries. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that it should no more be said, the Lord liveth and brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But the Lord liveth that brought up the children of Israel from the lands of the north and from all the lands whither he had driven them. And I will bring them again into the land that I gave unto their fathers. As Jeremiah 16, 14, and 15, and Isaiah 43, 5-7. As to the time, when the times of the Gentiles have been fulfilled, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and they shall be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Luke 21 and 24. As to the manner, gathered back, unconverted, I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all the countries and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will give you a heart of flesh, 
and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Ezekiel 36, 24-27. Before conversion, they are to be judged. And I'll bring you out from the people and will gather you out of the countries wherein you are scattered with a mighty hand, with a stretched out arm, and with fury poured out. And I'll bring you into the wilderness of the people. There will I plead with you face to face, and I will cause you to pass under the rod. And I'll bring you into the bond of covenant, and I'll purge out from among you the rebels and them that transgress against me. And I'll bring them forth out of the country where they sojourn, and they shall not enter to the land of Israel. Ezekiel twenty thirty four through 38. Then God will cast them into his melting pot. Therefore, saith the Lord God, because ye are all become dross, behold, therefore I will gather you into the midst of Jerusalem as they gather silver, brass, iron, lead, and tin into the midst of the furnace to blow fire upon it, to melt it. So will I gather you in my anger and in my fury, and I will leave you there and melt you. Yea, I will gather you and blow upon you the fire of my wrath, and you shall be melted in the midst thereof. As silver is melted in the midst of the furnace, so ye shall be melted in the midst thereof. And ye shall know that I, the Lord, have poured out my fury upon you. Ezekiel 22, 19-22. Behold, I will send my messenger, Elijah, Malachi 4, 5, and 6, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, either messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, said the Lord of hosts, but who may abide in the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appear? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like a fuller's soap. And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi, and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Malachi 3, 1-3. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. And they shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, it is my people, and they should say, the Lord is my God, Zechariah 13 and 9. The Jews have never as yet had such an experience as this. It is spoken of in Jeremiah 34-7 and Daniel 12 and 1 as the time of Jacob's trouble. And Christ called it the great tribulation. And he and Zechariah the prophet associated with the return of the Lord. Matthew 24, 21-31, Zechariah 14, 1-11. The result of these terrible judgments will be that the Jews will call in their misery upon the Lord, and I'll pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication, Zechariah 12 and 10. Then Christ will come back to Jerusalem, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the, sea, on the east, Zechariah 14 and 4. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, Zechariah 12 and 10. And a nation, the Jewish nation, shall be born, converted in a day. Who have heard such a thing? Who have seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children, Isaiah 66 and 8. As the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, took, them with, took with them the riches of the Egyptians, Exodus 12, 35 and 36. So when they return to their own land, they will take with them the riches of the Gentiles, Isaiah 69 and 61 and 6. When they return to their own land, it will be to possess and occupy all that was promised to Abraham, the royal grant given by the Almighty to Abraham extended from the river Egypt until the great river, the river Euphrates, Genesis 15 and 18. 
And according to Ezekiel, Ezekiel 48, 1 through 29, from Hamath, northeast to Damascus, to Kadesh on the south, the temple will be rebuilt. The glory of the Lord will return. Sacrifices will again be offered. The government should be reestablished, and the nations of earth will be blessed through Israel. Zechariah 8, 20 through 23. All righty. Let's go back to this again. The restoration of Jews, as to the fact, I will bring again to captivity of my people Israel, and they shall be the way, build the waste cities and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine thereof. They shall also make gardens and eat the fruit of them. And I plant them upon their own land, and they shall no more be pulled up out of the land. That's Amos 9, 14-15. Okay. He says, But you say this prophecy was fulfilled in the restoration from the Babylonian captivity. Not so, for they were driven out of the land after that, and this promises that they should no more be pulled up out of their land, and must refer to some future restoration. The return from the Babylonian captivity was the first restoration, and the scriptures speak of a second. So basically he's talking about here, I'll bring them again into the captivity of my people. I'll bring again the captivity of my people Israel, and they should build the waste cities and have them. They should plant vineyards, drink wine, etc., and I'll plant them upon their own land, and they should no more be pulled up out of the land. So basically the point that he's making here is, okay, we're talking about the restoration. The word of God says they should no more be pulled out of their land, but right now they're not planted in their land. So that's why he's saying it's got to be referring to a future time. Okay, so and it should come to pass in that day that the Lord should set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left, from Assyria, from Egypt, from Pathros, from Cush, from Elam, Shina, Hamath, and the islands of the sea. So now he's pointing out, and this is coming from Isaiah 11:11. 11, 11. He says, And it should come to pass in that day that the Lord should set his hand again the second time. Okay, so he's again referring not to the Babylonian captivity, but the second time, and this is Isaiah 11:11, 11, 11, that he should recover the remnant of his people. He says, The Jews have never been restored but once, and that was from Babylon. The march from Egypt to Canaan was not a restoration. You cannot have anything restored to you unless it's been in your possession before. And Palestine was never in the possession of the children of Israel until after this conquest by Joshua. So when they first entered and they conquered Canaan and they took it for their own, it was not theirs. I mean, before that, that was not a restoration. That was a conquering. That's when they took it over as their own land. So we can't look at that as far as being the first first. Restoration. That was a conquest. That was when they prayed. That was a military victory. It says again, the Jews are come this time, but not from the east, as when they returned from Babylonian captivity, but from the north and from all countries. So now he goes in here. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that it should no more be said, The Lord liveth that brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but the Lord liveth that brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the lands where he had driven them. And I'll bring them again into the land that I gave them to their fathers. And he's coming this time from Jeremiah 16, 14 and 15, and Isaiah 43, 5 through 7. So he's pointing out now the first time he said, okay, up here, okay, up here this time he's talking about he's going to bring his children again from the land of Egypt. Okay, he said, Therefore, behold, the days come to the Lord. There should no more be said, The Lord liveth that brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But the Lord liveth that brought the children of Israel from the lands of the north. So the first time he's talking about how they came, he brought them up out of Egypt. This time he's bringing them from everywhere else, out of the lands of the north and all the lands where he had driven them. 
and I'll bring them again into the land that I gave unto their fathers. So again, he's going to bring them from everywhere else, the north and from all the other lands, and give them back into the land that he gave unto their fathers. And now he's talking about the time when the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Now we established before that the time that we're living in there now are the times of the Gentiles. Okay? And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and they shall be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down under the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Luke 21 and 24. This is the time we're in now. That's when the Jewish nation is scattered, but this is the times of the Gentiles. The Gentiles is also the times of the church. So he's basically talking about when the church age is going to end is when all this is going to happen. When the time is fulfilled, we're coming to that, we're getting to that part now. I'm talking about the society as a whole. As to the manner, I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all the countries, and I'll bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle and clean you water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. So now basically what he's saying, when I bring you from the lands where you all have been driven and you've been, you've been, we've been walking after the manner and the customs of those places that you've been, I'm going to bring you back and I'm going to clean you and reestablish you and make you, make you what, I want, what I want you to be. I will bring you out from the people and will gather you out of the countries when you are scattered and with a mighty hand and with a stretched out arm with fury poured out, I'll bring you into the wilderness of the people and there will I plead with you face to face. And I will cause you to pass under the rod. I will bring you into the bond of the covenant, and I will purge out from among you the rebels and them that transgress against me. And I will bring them forth out of the country where they sojourn, and they shall not enter to the land of Israel. Ezekiel 20, 34-38. And basically, he's going to, I'm going to read some more. Basically, he's talking about once he pulls them out, he's going to cleanse them. He's going to purify them. He's got to get all that filth and dross and silver out of them. I mean, that dross out of the silver. Therefore says the Lord God, because you all become dross, behold, therefore I will gather you into the midst of Jerusalem, as they gather silver, brass, iron, tin, and lead into the midst of the furnace, to blow fire upon it, to melt it. So will I gather you in my anger and in my fury, and I will leave you there and melt you. Yea, I will gather you and blow upon you the fire of my wrath. And you shall be melted in the midst thereof, as silver is melted in the midst of the furnace, so shall you be melted in the midst thereof. And ye shall know that I, the Lord, have poured out my fear upon you. Ezekiel 21, 22, 19-22. So basically, once he gets his people, he's going to purify them. We all talk about the trials and tribulations. Now, I don't know what exactly how he's going to purify them, but he's telling them that you're going to go through fire. You're going to go through trials and tribulations so that he can get that, that stuff that is not of him out of them. And he goes, the Jews have not as yet had such an experience as this. It is spoken of in Jeremiah 30, 42. 34 through 7, and Daniel 12 and 1, as is the time of Jacob's trouble, and Christ called it the great tribulation. And he and Zechariah, the prophet, associated with the return of the Lord, Matthew 24, 21, and 31, Zechariah 14, 1 through 11. The result of these terrible judgments will be that the Jews will call in their misery upon the Lord, and are poor upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication, Zechariah 12 and 10. Then Christ will come back to Jerusalem, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, Zechariah 14 and 4. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, um, Zechariah 12 through 10, 
and a nation, the Jewish nation, shall be born, converted in a day. Who have heard such a thing, who have seen such things, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Isaiah 66 and 8. So basically what he's saying now is, in this purification process, then Christ is going to come back before him and say, I am the one that you killed. You rejected me. Okay? You rejected me. Again, it was all scripture, but now they're going to look at it face to face and know that the one that they rejected is the true Messiah. So they're going to have to, they're going to have to just basically submit, submit to him and say, hey, I'm sorry. We didn't, well, I'm not going to say we didn't know. We walked in our flesh. I just say it like that. <clears throat> when they returned to their own land and possessed and occupied all his promised Abraham, the royal grant given by the Almighty Abraham, extended from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river of Euphrates, Genesis 15 and 18, and according to Ezekiel, Ezekiel 48, 1 through 29, from Hamath, northeast of Damascus, to Kadesh and the south, the temple would be rebuilt, the glory of the Lord will return, sacrifices will again be offered, the government should be reestablished, and the nations of earth will be blessed through Israel. Zechariah 8, 20 through 23. So once all that happens, then the Jewish nation will be back to where God originally intended to govern this earth. And that is the end of the few pages. All righty, all righty, all righty. I'm going to do some cantaloupe juice and take some prayer requests. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing today? I try to still retrieve my voice back. Ah, uh, see, you slowly trying to get that 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 bear that uh what you're drinking very uh very white voice away. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Sure, you're right. There you go. You know it. You know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a testimony for you last. Uh, now last Monday, and when I tried to get on the line, I guess I got on too late. Okay, then when I was able to get on, my voice was gone. Okay, so since I have my voice back where you can understand me, I can tell it to you now. Okay, Sunday before last, uh pastor was preaching about tithing and offering. And uh, what, had, what had played out was the Saturday before, I had ran into someone where well, I got a $10 tip. So I told my daughter I'd bring her back a beef sandwich when I got home. So I did. Okay, on my way to get the beef sandwich, I was given a 10. Okay, so get to church. Me and my daughter get to church on Sunday. I give her 10 so we can get some tacos or something to drink that morning. Later on, someone gave me a belated birthday card with a $10 bill in it. So pastor was preaching about, like I said, tithing offerings. And I took that $10 and I put it in the church. Okay, after, soon after service, someone else came up and they said God told them to um, give me some money. So they gave me a 20. 
then later on, because we had to go sing over at another church, someone else came up and gave me another 20. Now, out of the first person that gave me 20, they testified um, this past Sunday because um, she's pregnant. And she said for what she does, she's not going to be able to get paid while she's on maternity leave. So she's an in care um, home provider. So the lady who she took care of, she had gave her $200. She went to go get pay her last paycheck uh, from her employer, and they had paid her double her salary. So just a little testimony about, you know, just paying it forward and how it comes back to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen to his voice and being obedient. Yep. So you rich now, huh? No, you don't, you ain't gonna answer that. Yeah. What was that? I said, so you're rich now. Well, you know, some you do. You know, if you think about it, you remember we was asking about. Um, somebody said they needed some money from me. I think it was Nate, the author. Mm. And he said, anybody else need some money? I said, fifty for me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I did get the fifty. But I but but I, but I start putting it back in the church. Okay. So it did. So it did. So that fifty did materialize. I You still got your cats running around. I don't hear you fussing at them. Oh, uh, yeah, they're downstairs. One disappeared, but he finally reappeared today, so. All right. Um, um, okay, let me take prayer requests because i got to get out of here in a few minutes. Okay, I'll take one. I'm going pray for you. Father God, I thank you for this woman of God. I thank you for this anointed vessel. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you, Thank you for this woman of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Father. Horosheke de Kate, Shirkum Broko Sadakanda. Thank you, Father. Bosi de Gase, Shirkum Broko Rabaka, Haragase de Serkum Broko, Burbosi de Kase de Kosa, Pumbrosi de Kase, Shirkum Broko, Yurbosi, Shembrosa, Shirbrosi, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ambrosi de Kasa, Horbosi de. Thank you, Father. Bosi de Kasa. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hombrosh the Cosse, the Combroco, Shirakanda, Hombroco, Shisha, the Combroco or Comba, Hombroco, Shisha, the Combrocra, Shirakosse, the Gandrash, the Cosa, Hombroco, Shisha, the Combroco or Bossa, Hombroco, Shisha, the Combroco or Shirakumbra, Harambroca, Shikosse, the Combroco or Shiroco, 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Thank you, Father. Bosi the Gandashi goes to the Gandashi goes to the Gandashi. Thank you, Father, for ministering, touching, and moving in her life, Lord. Continue to reveal to her the truthness of the Word of God. Bless her abundantly, Father, so she can rise up and be used, Lord. Let her become that beacon of light that you are designing her to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Sam, can I pray for you now? Sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Sam Farley this morning, Lord God. We pray for your covering and your protection over him wherever he goes today, Lord. Keep him in the cup of your hand, Lord God, and, and, and guide him and lead him in all his ways, all your ways, Lord God. Let him think the thoughts that you would have him think today, Lord God. Let him walk in, in abundance and in joy today, great joy today, Lord God. Let him walk in that which you would have him to walk in, Lord God. Lead him. Guide him, touch him, Lord God, right where he is at, for he, you know all his needs before he even asks, Lord God. So, God, we thank you for that and for fulfilling that which you have promised in his life, Lord God. We continue to ask, Lord God, for, for grace and mercy for his family, Lord God, that you continue to just watch over them wherever they go and whatever they do, Lord God. Divine healing and divine presence today, Lord. Divine appointments for Sam Farley. In Jesus' precious name I pray, amen. 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 Alright, ain't nobody else got anything I'm going to say over. Alright, talk to y'all later. Okay, bye bye. Bye.